Is there any fundamental differences? Or any real significant difference between utilizing the law of attraction and law of assumption, which is basically two versions of the same law, and using any kind of witchcraft or magic practice? No. (laughs) And the reason I say no is because they are all founded on similar principles. And when you look and you take a deep dive into the law of attraction, the law of assumption, quantum physics, any other kind of esoteric practice, witchcraft, anything like that, yes, there are rules in certain sects of witchcraft, there are rules in certain sects of paganism, there are going to be different rules when it comes to magic and spells and the way in which you might go about specific rituals and the way in which you might go about um, specific types of manifestation. Um, But even when you break it down to such things as color theory and the different herbs that go into a spell, the different colored candles that you might use for specific spells, the different types of oils you might use for specific spells, In essence, it's not very different from the law of attraction and law of assumption. It is not very different at all. And the reason this is, is because everything in manifestation follows seven basic principles. And these seven principles can are pretty much the seven hermetic principles of hermeticism and um, these principles are mentalism that everything is mind and the universe is mental correspondence which is the whole as above so below principle and vice versa that everything corresponds to everything vibration everything moves and nothing is at rest even when you are at rest Even when something is at rest, it has its own vibration. Even when you are at rest, you have your own vibration. When you are sleeping and you are in the theta state before sleep. And then you move into the REM state and you move through the sleep cycles. You still have vibration. That vibration goes from pure that vibration goes from 3D consciousness to spiritual and mental and subconsciousness. And um, they also say that during the night, especially when you are sleeping, the veil between worlds is thinner. The veil between realities is thinner. And you can see different variants and different variations of, of things that might be within your subconscious. And that is what causes you to dream whether it is lucid dreaming, astral projecting in your dreams, whatever you're doing in your dreams, whatever kind of dreams you are having, they are based within your vibration. They are based within your subconscious vibration and your conscious vibration. Polarity. All things are dual and all opposites are reconciled. Even things that are opposite, they are opposite in degree. 
but everything is similar in nature. So take, for example, if you were to say you and a specific person, if you were trying to manifest a specific person or you were trying to do like, say a love spell, um, I've done one before. (laughs) I've done one to call in the energy of, um, the type of person that I wanted to attract. And, um, it didn't backfire. It, It actually went very well. And, um, I wound up having a better relationship with myself. I wound up having better relationships with other people. Um, it wound up being more of like a self-love spell than it wound up being an actual like love spell. Um, but it, it wound up, you know, going very well because of the intention that I had. And the intention wasn't to manipulate or attract a specific person per se. It was to, at some point in my life when I was fully ready, attract the type of energy that I wanted to have when it came to being within a relationship. And now that energy is starting to manifest and I'm starting to really get clear about what it is that I want when it comes to a relationship and a specific person. And I was even talking to my brother last night that I don't want a relationship, I want a partnership. So, um, and, and I'm not going to go even further into that because I want to get more into these principles and more into, um, this, these ideas, but that's essentially what wound up happening. (laughs) Um, Rhythm. So principle number five is rhythm. The ebb and flow pervades the all. So there is always going to be an ebb and flow in life. There is always going to be this kind of duality when it comes to rhythm. Everything flows out and in and everything has its tides. All things rise and fall and the pendulum swing manifests everything and manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left, and the rhythm compensates. So when you think about it like that, and, and, you, can, and you can consider it as a pendulum swing, or if you've ever seen a pendulum swing, or a grandfather clock, for example, the amount of pressure in the swing to the right is the same as the amount of pressure in the swing to the left. They are equal. They are balanced. There is nothing throwing off that balance. It just... Or, or you can use it in this, in this way. If you've ever seen a metronome, there is an equal swing from the right to the left. Okay? And the measure of the swing is, is not measured by anything, any exhortation of force. It is measured by natural movement and everything has rhythm cause and effect everything happens according to law and you can even you know apply this to dharma and karma every cause has its effect and every effect has its cause everything happens according to law and chance is but a name for law not recognized there are many planes of causation but nothing escapes the law nothing escapes the law sorry (laughs) but it's true Everything has a cause and effect, and everything has an equal and opposite reaction. There is nothing that falls outside of the law of attraction, the law of assumption, the law of the universe. And once you recognize that, you will recognize that not not just, oh, everything happens for a reason or everything is as it is, but that everything happens 
in a way that is synonymous with cause and effect. So whatever happens, even if something bad happens, it is because of a cause and effect reaction. And oftentimes it is rooted in the law and whether or not the law is applying within your life. So, for example, if you have if you have problems in your job, there may be because, and then you wind up losing that job, and you wind up kind of feeling stuck for a bit before you find something else. It is because <clears throat> you were being pushed in a direction, subconsciously and consciously. You were being pushed in a new direction. You were being redirected to something better for you. And the cause was because you have already put out this energy that says maybe you weren't feeling fulfilled within your your place of employment. Maybe you were recognizing that you were not, you were maybe happy doing the work that you were doing, but you were not getting properly compensated for the work that you were doing, for example. And you were wanting to move higher within the company and maybe get that proper compensation and you were looking at compensation discrepancies and you were unjustly let go because you brought up a concern and because you recognized that you were not being treated fairly and you were asking to be treated fairly and they let you go. You were being redirected because that place was no longer a fit for you and you, within a few weeks' time, maybe found a job that was a better direction for you and really was going to compensate you well and really was going to give you um, what you were happy doing and, and also give you more of the benefits that you required, the right, the right amount of compensation for the time and effort and energy that you're putting into work, the you know, right amount of benefits when it came to even you know, healthcare, for example. But it's all based on cause and effect. And the seventh principle, the final principle, is the principle of gender. And I'm going to elaborate on this one a little bit. But gender is in everything, and everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Gender manifests on all planes. And everything does have a masculine and feminine polarity. When you go back to the principle of polarity, there is a duality in everything. And even if you resonate more with being within a feminine energy versus a masculine energy, or you resonate with being, um, you don't have to identify with male or female to resonate with masculine or feminine energy. You can resonate with feminine energy and be, and also identify as male. You can resonate with masculine energy and identify as female. You can resonate with either or and identify as non-binary. You can resonate with neither polarity to the extreme. <clears throat> and you can just be like, okay, I just resonate with my duality. And therefore, I, re- I identify as being non-binary because I resonate with that duality so much. And, and you have more of a, an equal, I guess, balance sometimes. And you don't fully identify with the one over the other. But there is a masculine and feminine within everything. And we can even take that gender principle and 
kind of expand on it now because of what we know about gender and because of what we know about um, gender identification and gender association. We can expand on that principle now in a different way, but the principle as it was written was not to say that there is just two binary genders. The principle as it was written when it was written was not to say that there are only two binary genders. It was to express that there is masculine and feminine energy within everything and that everything has masculine and feminine energy. And even when it comes down to people, we have masculine and feminine energy both residing within us. And it is up to us and how we feel and what we believe for ourselves to determine which energy polarity we more strongly resonate with or how we can balance out that duality or anything like that and how we can recognize it in other people as well and and what will bring us harmony when we when we see it in other people such as our our friendships for example how can we how can we balance the energy when it comes to our friendships and our um, romantic relationships how can we recognize someone else's masculine energy or feminine energy and instead of pushing them to be a certain way to meet our end goal we can recognize their energy and if we if we are needed to and i and i say needed loosely but if it is needed to to balance that energy we can help that person balance that energy or we can be in that relationship be in that partnership and recognize the energy that the other person has and hold space for that energy to be present without um, controlling I guess because you can never truly have balance if there is one energy trying to control the other especially when there is masculine energy trying to control the feminine energy because the masculine energy feels emasculated by the feminine energy so to speak or the um, feminine energy is trying to control the masculine energy because the feminine energy is trying to um, topple the masculine energy because it sees the masculine energy as a threat. So, you know, it, it, it happens in these principles as well. But when it comes to the hermetic principles, you can apply this to magic as well. And you can apply the same principles of the law of attraction and assumption to witchcraft. You are just condensing it into a ritual and a spell and whatever it is that you are doing. But your intention is very much the same. You are recognizing within yourself the power that you have to create something, to create this, this thing that you want to create this energy, to call in this energy that has already been created. Um, so, so not necessarily just to create the energy, but to use the energy that has already been created to work in tandem and to harness your power to, um, to harness that energy. You're basically using your power to harness that energy and work with that energy to manifest into your life that vibration of that energy. And you are aligning with that vibration of that energy 
whether you are meditating, whether you are affirming, whether you are um, scripting, whether you are journaling, doesn't matter what practice you're using. And especially when it comes to witchcraft, you know, you, you may have written out a spell or a ritual and you may have written it out in, in a book of shadows or you may have a you may have purchased a book of shadows um, because there are you know very very um, there's an abundance of spell books out there um, there is the encyclopedia of spells that have like 500 and something maybe even more than that um, there are encyclopedias of spells that have upwards of 500 to maybe even sometimes five five thousand spells within them um, you can create your own book of shadows based on your own experiences and what you and what you feel is is right for you um there are um going to be within those spells there are different color correspondences when it comes to candles or decorations or um different oil correspondences when it comes to anointing those candles um and different herb correspondences when it comes to what it is that you are wanting to do a spell for, um, such as if you are wanting to do, sorry, my bed squeaks, I'm sitting on my bed, <laughs> if you are wanting to do um, a spell to call in more abundance, you're going to use something like cinnamon and maybe even clove and star anise and um, peppermint and common practices that um, I see is the use of a bay leaf um, because bay is cleansing and protecting at the same time and also very strong when it comes to manifestational power. You can use bay to cleanse, you can use bay to um, set intentions and a lot of what people will do is they will write their intentions on a bay leaf. They will get very specific about their intentions and write it on a bay leaf and then burn said bay leaf in a um, in a fire proof or fire resistant um, like uh, cauldron usually um, or any kind of fire proof or fire resistant bowl you can you can use a bowl you can use um, you can use like a, a small little like pewter cauldron you can use um, even a even um, I've, I've used a small gold cauldron, um, but just make sure it is fireproof or fire resistant. And um, so you don't set anything else on fire. <laughs> but um, you can write out your specific intentions of what you want to manifest and then burn that bay leaf and then um, discard the ashes in the ground outside or you know, whether you are simply tossing them into or you are actually um, taking the ashes and like and, and any other parts of the spell that you have done and burying them in the ground. Um, and, and, and that's pretty much that, that symbolism of letting it go and letting it out into the universe. And you have already spoken your incantations, you have already spoken your affirmations, you have already... Um, repeated your your spell and done all of the work you have burned your bay leaf you have 
burned your candles, you have anointed your candles, you have anointed yourself, you you have done the work, right? And and that's essentially it boils down to the same thing of uh, using the affirmations and scripting and and affirming and um, speaking it out into the universe and even even if your affirmation is I want it, I got it, it's pretty much the same principle. You're just using it in a different way. You are harnessing that energy in a different way when it comes to witchcraft versus, you know, simply meditating and scripting. But it's all in and of itself a similar practice. And these practices have been around for far longer than the new age movement that is coming up again um, and any new age movements. These aren't new age. These, these are practices that have been for far longer than we, for far longer than many of us who are using these practices have been here. Um, and when you date them back, you will see so many similarities and you will see so many commonalities because everything vibrates, everything moves, everything has a polarity, everything has an equal opposite. Even opposites are equal in nature, but opposite in degree. And that is all that it is. And once you recognize this, once you recognize these and you recognize these truths and these principles, you will see that there is not really too much of a difference when it comes to witchcraft and other types of manifestation. Because at the end of the day, all it is is you harnessing the power to bring that energy into your energy field. And you are aligning with that energy and vibrating at a similar frequency to the energy that you wish to harness into your life to be able to manifest money, to be able to manifest a relationship, to be able to manifest a new job, to be able to manifest a dream life, to be able to manifest buying that house, getting that car, um, or even manifesting for other people. I've done it before. (laughs) You know, I've spoken affirmations and, and been like, okay, well, this is going to happen for this person when they're ready for it. And boom, it happened within a matter of weeks. Um, uh, a recent, a recent thing. Um, there is a person in my life who recently went through a big move and, um, they were hoping to, um, finalize this move and get into a new home and get settled and, and finally feel like, okay, well, they've, they've planted themselves in, in, in the soil in which they wish to, to be in. And, um, they moved about a month ago and they were still having to get everything finalized. And I said, it'll be finalized before, um, it'll be finalized before, uh, the end of two months. And they're just waiting on everything to get finalized. And boom, I said, look, it's going to happen within the next few weeks. I literally sat on my couch and affirmed that it would happen within the next few weeks. Um, I want to say about a week ago. And they told me the news. They were like, yep, we're just waiting on everything to get finalized. And I'm like, awesome. (laughs) So, um, and, and it really can work. You can manifest for other people. You can, if you 
say for example you you see a friend of yours possibly struggling and needing new employment or struggling financially you can say okay um well what is their biggest struggle what is their biggest worry what is their biggest fear what is the thing that they have needed to accept and what is the thing that they have accept what did what did they what have they spoken to you about that they have accepted um within their uh, circumstances because sometimes the the biggest key to manifestation is acceptance of what already is and then coming up with the solution to change it and transmute that energy it's not a denial of what is the current vibration it is a recognition of the current vibration the current circumstances and also that intrinsic recognition that you can change those circumstances so how can you change those circumstances and if you have a friend that has come to you and said i am struggling financially you can affirm for them whether you are speaking to them and you are giving them advice and you are going through this this point of acceptance with them you can affirm for them and say okay well you will be able to get out of this you you already know what you need to do um here's my advice here's here's what i think and um you know what can you do from here and then you can also turn around and say okay well even if it's silently i affirm that they will get out of this struggle and i affirm that their debts will be paid i affirm that they will start making the money that they know that they deserve and if they are affirming it i'll affirm it for them in tandem with them you can manifest for somebody else <laughs> you know like you you can totally do it you can affirm that someone that you care about is going to have something better come on come along in their life and you know especially if it is in alignment with their their inner intention because their inner intention is i need to find a new job for example if they're struggling with finances and they're living paycheck to paycheck at the job that they already have then they can say okay well i need to find a new job and you can affirm for them that they are going to find a higher paying job that is really going to give them all of the benefits that they need and that they won't have to spread themselves way for thin just to be able to make ends meet and you can affirm for that and you can say this is the kind of job that i know that they deserve with the skill sets that they have and this is the kind of job that they will get and and you can see and you can watch that manifest you you can affirm it once let it go and then watch it manifest within the span of a couple of days or weeks and boom boom baby <laughs> like and and i don't say that to you know be this i don't say that to like inflate or exaggerate i say that because it is it is fact it 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 is proven that it can happen um there are so many success stories out there um you can go on youtube and and find success stories you can go on instagram and find success stories you can go on um wherever and find these success stories you can read um books that have been published by people such as Eckhart Tolle, Abraham Hicks, um Neville Goddard, uh Florence Florence Gogolshin and um yeah, Florence Gogolshin. 
and you can find these success stories within what they have already written and and the principles that they believed and the people that they worked with and heck even even Wanda Byrne with The Secret you can go and read The Secret and and hear success stories Um, especially because The Secret um, especially if you get the audiobook version like I have um, you can hear success stories from people such as Bob Proctor for example you know, it, it doesn't matter which which things you find. You will find success stories for people who have used these same principles. Um, whether it's success stories from people who have had successful spells in witchcraft, or it is success stories from people who have not used witchcraft and just simply used the power of their minds when it came to meditation and the law of attraction and assumption. You will, you will find success stories out there. And you will recognize that if everything is energy and energy cannot be created or destroyed, then how can you transmute your energy to be able to have the life that you already know that you deserve and to be in the timeline, so to speak, if you believe in quantum jumping, for example, to be in the timeline and be the variant of yourself your your higher self your your best self your whatever self that you know that you can be and having the life that you know that you can have i hope that you enjoyed this episode if you did feel free to leave a rating and review and if you would like to discuss further any of the topics that have been discussed in this episode you can reach out to me by sending me a direct message through spotify or anchor or sending me an email to cardamancybyalice at gmail.com to open up further discussion. I'm also offering Tarot 101 coaching and Relationship 101 coaching on my website, skeletongrim.square.site, as well as personal private tarot readings. So if you would like to book a coaching session with me or you would like to book a reading with me, you can find that at my website at skeletongrim.square.site. And as always, if you would like to connect with me further, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Skellington Grimm. I love you, and I hope you have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful, happy first day of August. This is going to be an amazing month. I can already feel it. Bye.